0: In case you were wondering, it smells like sardines here. <laughs> <laughs> Levi just had his sardine dinner, and yes. he's very happy. Her mom likes to put sardines on his
1: food. Kibble that he eats it.
0: Um, so we and don't. I missed
1: you guys for what? Three weeks. Two no, weeks. Two weeks. Yes. We uh. Well, Miriam's gone MIA. at the clinic. You were doing the clinic for one week. Oh yeah. And then uh, then I went. I used the boat last last week, which was uh we should not have left on Wednesday. Wednesday was very nautical. Wednesday was quite nautical, but we, we made it and, uh, and we sailed home and it was lovely. So uh, we got um, questions are we gonna talk about roundness? Um, and- okay,
0: so the big announcement is that tomorrow is the first day for 30 days to round enrollment, which is very exciting. We've been like waiting for a long time for 30 days to round and it's an amazing program. So why is roundness important? That's a golden question of tonight.
1: Uh, because it just helps so much with the horse's uh, balance and submission so that they're more easily maneuvered. You can get them to do things You're more easily influence. You can get rid of the resistance and everything. you just much more harmonious and happy.
0: Yeah, I think that like, like her mom said, roundness changes your horse mentally. That's why a big part of why we want them to go round is because mentally it creates a transformation in them to where they are more focused, they're more relaxed and you can control them better. Like you can go, you can stop, you can turn, you can bend. And I think it's one of those things once you've ridden a horse that's round, I don't think you can ever go back
1: right because you you just go wow this is so much better it's such a good feeling and and once you get the feeling then it's easier to achieve later too
0: yeah no for sure but i think where a lot of people get stuck with roundness is like teaching it how do you teach a horse that doesn't know how to go round how do you teach them how to go round?
1: well it's just the natural result of riding your horse forward straight and on the bit and you supple and then they go around it's not a trick
0: but it is because like suppling is a trick suppling is easier said than done it's not just like you do a little this this and suddenly they go around
1: true but if they go forward they're on the aids they'll go around
0: and you ride figures and patterns and, and you have the correct timing of your aids where it's like leg to rain and all and that kind of stuff and
1: your flexion and all of those things. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: But it was, it was interesting recently I was teaching someone and their idea of round is that the neck is too low, right? Because we talked about the pole being the highest point and somehow for her, the round couldn't the round didn't involve the neck being up. So for her, round was the neck was down lower than the withers, the forelegs le- kind of behind the vertical. And so the horse was down and on the forehand. So it was low in the front and it had this neck, that neck, but it was on the forehand. Yeah. And so it was really interesting, you know, when we started to talk about it and what her concept of round was, was yeah the horse is round like that right but it, but the pole was too low and the neck was too low and then the front legs were behind and it was down and on the forehand but that's where her brain picture for round was yeah so
0: but i think that's a hard part about round is it's not just the neck like the neck is what we what we see, but it's, it's about like the hind leg. The hind
1: cord rotated, the pelvis tucked under there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that's the hard part. And I also think that roundness is something that's developed. It's not like yes or no. It's like a spectrum, like right. round for a training level horse. A
1: pre St. George horse is not the same round as a grown pre horse.
0: Right. And so it's something that you develop over time and And it's also impacted by, you know, confirmation. I think that 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 definitely impacts like how easy it is for your horse to go around or also their tendencies. Like some horses really carry their heads high. Others carry their heads lower. Um, Right. How
1: the neck comes out of the shoulder. Yeah. You know, if they've got long legs, if the croup is above the withers, it's all those things will make it easier or more difficult.
0: Yeah. But Um, I think what's cool about the 30 days round program is that it really breaks things down step by step in like, how do you actually get your horse to go around? How do you communicate that to your horse? And I'm also a big believer of groundwork because if your horse doesn't understand how to give to the pressure of the bit, how to like maneuver their body, how to bend when you're not on them. It's really, really hard to do when you get on them. So pretty much every horse I've ever had in my whole career, I've taught a lot about like the contact and the suppleness from the ground first before I even get on them. And that's, you know, I think for both of us through our careers we've ridden a lot of the difficult horses and yeah he always gets the difficult ones but when you're especially when you're a trainer no one hands you like the perfectly trained horse you're getting the horses that rear the horses that have never been ridden before the horses that bolts the you know And so you have to figure out how to break things down and how to really teach your horse that in a way they can understand. And it's not just like you always say, just kick and pull, but that
1: doesn't, (laughs) that's my favorite joke. joke. How can you explain to somebody who doesn't know, right? The difficulty, right? How difficult it really is, right? People who do not ride, have no concept of the difficulty it is to actually ride. Yeah. You know, they watch a few John Wayne movies. I talked to a guy last week and he goes, oh, I thought they just knew. I was like, no, you have to teach the horse. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely thought just horses just do that naturally. They just do that. Yeah. So how do you explain to a person like that all the nuances and all? So you just said, just tell them you got to kick a lot and pull a lot which is absolutely not true, but that's my standard answer.
0: But I think we all go through that. I mean, I remember like distinctively in a lesson riding Geronimo and my trainer was saying, you know, he needs to be rounder. He needs to be deeper. He needs to be more through. He needs to be on the bit, like all those things. And I was just thinking like, God, I am just pulling. Like I have so much pressure in my hands. And this can't be right. Like, I don't know how to get him around. Like, Neither I honestly trainer, don't know. Obviously. Yeah. But you went <laughs> through that too. Like, you tell yes. that story about Albrecht, like, feeling your arms. Right.
1: And I had written with people who were supposedly in the know and never mentioned it. It was very heartbreaking. Yeah. That was so sad. It was a great day, but it was so sad that that day had to exist.
0: Yeah. But anyways, I'm giving I'm really excited about 30 days around. And there's kind of a funny story behind this last year. um, Because I have a friend who has a bodybuilding company. And she does like all of these challenges, you know, like the 30 day shred the you know, like all these bodybuilding competitions. And she was like, you know, you really should do a challenge for your riding and for your students. And I was like, so nervous to do it because you know the horseman in me is like really like 30 days i mean riding is like such a slow and long process and is it even feasible to think that in 30 days you're going to get your horse round so i was kind of skeptical but i feel like it's also a system that i've developed the system of 30 days to round is really from beginning to end, how you teach a horse to accept the contact, work through their back, become more through, become more engaged. And so I put it together in this, you know, in this curriculum and we started the challenge within a week in the Facebook group. Like the stories were amazing.
1: Yeah, there was a lot I mean, people just had a lot of success with it. A lot of success. Pretty incredible. It
0: It was amazing. And then when, we got to the end of the challenge. Like, I think a lot of it was just the excitement that it created and everyone working towards like a goal and a mission with the education. So with like a system and a plan and this destination. And that was amazing. At the end of the challenge, watching the videos and seeing like before and after and before well, and after. There were some
1: significant changes. Yeah. it was he, market.
0: Yeah. Yeah and the other thing was people weren't like you know it was honest you tracked them through the facebook group and you saw them you know having good days having bad days doing groundwork, like all the the struggles they went through
1: thinking it through
0: yeah and and just the success
1: after all of that
0: and the camaraderie ship of everyone helping one another it was amazing so Enrollment starts tomorrow and I'm really excited to do it all over again. And I mean, obviously we've made a lot of updates to the program, we've made it better. We have a lot of fun mini challenges and just fun stuff planned inside of it. But I think what's really cool about the community and the learning community that we have is that we're all so dedicated to our education and we wanna learn and we wanna get better. And we have
1: want to be good to our horses and knowledge lets us do that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we have this amazing community. So um, it will be fun. Anyways, that's enough about 30 days to round.
1: So let's answer Muriel.
0: Oh, yeah. Muriel is quizzing us.
1: The difference between roundness, engagement and throughness.
0: Muriel's in stride. So, Muriel, you should watch the lectures. We've talked about this.
1: No, there isn't it's they're part and parcel they're not different they're connected
0: i think though there are slight differences though because i think yeah, of but not roundness
1: if they're all ingredients to it
0: yes but i think of roundness as like a physical thing that you can see
1: yeah okay. you know
0: like you can look at a horse right. and say that horse is round that horse is hollow it's but some... you can look
1: at a horse and say that one's through and that one's not through,
0: yeah, but I think sometimes a horse can throughness is more of an attitude and a dynamic state because your horse can be round but not through because well, if your horse is round and you go to make a transition and they come above the bit, they're not through
1: then so the the roundness wasn't honest either.
0: okay, fine
1: right? I mean, you,
0: that's true. Then that's it's true. not an honest okay.
1: roundness then. So it's lacking a component. So okay. you may think that your horse is round because he's done this with his head, but he isn't because he's not through. Okay. So that's why I don't know that there's differences. It's all, I mean, yeah. So you, if you're not through, you don't have engagement, you think it's round, you ask for a canner, and it's a disaster and you go, well, my horse wasn't really around then. Yeah. That's.
0: Yeah, but I, I do think there are subtle differences, like because. Um...
1: Right, they're different, but it's all part of. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay. And what about engagement?
1: Okay, well, you can have your horse like first level round, and it's not gonna be really that engaged, I suppose. Right, as you get more collection and then the roundness changes too. So then the degree of engagement changes. And that's why I tell people who don't know just to kick and pull because it just gets, you just go so far down the rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. yeah. But it's important to understand like these different things. And I do think of engagement as more like the hind end. For like sure. That happening. Right.
1: It's, it's roundness
0: your, is like the whole
1: body. I engagement. think about engagement on those lines, like when you cock a gun, right? When you bring the hammer back, um, that's what happens with the hind legs. You're you're cocking those hind legs like that. Yeah. That's what I, that's how I think about engagement. Yeah. And then you you've got it locked there and then you can release that energy out. Yeah. That's how I think about yeah. engagement.
0: But they're all related, they're right? All related. Like you can't really you have You can't
1: have engagement and the horse not be round. You're not gonna engage right. a horse that's hollowed his head up. It's right. not gonna happen.
0: And you can't have engagement without throughness. So right. like all three of those things are
1: they're connected.
0: Yeah. Very much connected, so. So that's
1: why I'm there's not it's not different you know in that sense because they're connected they're all part of something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Biddy's question. I like her question. Can you give one example of groundwork exercise to help the horse accept the
1: bit? You know, you're gonna give that. I'm Amelia's. Gonna oh yeah. Give, yeah. Amelia's giving me a groundwork <laughs> because I got a new horse in that uh
0: doesn't like it when you switch the, switch whip. the whip
1: so we we're going to flag him so we're going to video amelia's lesson teaching me groundwork tomorrow or monday i think that's on so answer that question okay I'm,
0: so let me she's know way no, better wait, about first, the groundwork first, than I am. first let me know in the chat if you think that herman is going to be a submissive student <laughs> if Answer yes or no. Yes, if you think Herman is going to listen and do what I tell him as I'm instructing him on how to do groundwork. Or no, if you think that he might... Um... How
1: to have a temper tantrum? <laughs> is that what you're afraid of? Levi? Have... Do, okay, do you see what we have to put up let us know
0: in the chat. Levi. do you
1: see what we have to put
0: up um Okay, so groundwork. I'm glad you asked because... I am such a huge fan of groundwork, and I do really think that pretty much all of the aids you can and should introduce from the ground. Like I said, I was always the one that got the difficult horses, the problem horses, um, the horses that had never been started before, and groundwork is literally what has saved my life multiple times. So as far as accepting the bit, and we go over a lot of different groundwork exercises inside 30 Days around, Round, but one of the most simple is to just teach your horse to give to the pressure of the bit. So you stand by the saddle, you take the left rein, you wait for your horse to bend their head around and give to the pressure, and then you release. And that seems so simple, but you'd be surprised how many horses like you take the bit and they root the rein away from you or they throw their head up or they just lay into the pressure. And so at a very simple level, everything that we do with training is about pressure and release. So you put pressure on, whether it's your leg, the bit, um, and then you want your horse to give to that pressure. And when, and when they give to the pressure, you release the pressure.
1: And the horse goes, ah, when you when I give, you give. And then you teach them how to give. And yes. They're happy about giving.
0: Okay. Hi, Shannon from Michigan. Let's see. Um, let's see. Elena says, I'm the one that flew off my five year old, and my trainer has decided to have me change my discipline to Western to get my confidence back. Good. Yes, Western saddle is always good. I have um on my western saddle, I have a little strap. That I can hold on to. Um, okay, Christina says hello from Argentina. Hola. Do you know her?
1: No, but from Argentina.
0: Hola. Okay. Um, let's see. Nell is working on roundness. Introduced the whip yesterday. Um a, oh, here's a good question. A racehorse in, is engaged but is not round. What are your thoughts on that? He is through. I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't think a racehorse is. I, I don't but think the, they're the engaged
1: too. It's weird because no, it's a gallop, right? But they're
0: not engaged in the way a dressage horse
1: is. No, because the the gallop is their legs pinwheel. They don't do one two three.
0: Yeah.
1: In the gallop, those legs are pinwheeling, so that is an engagement in that no. sense.
0: Because engagement
1: is is the is Lowering. The, yeah, and that rotation of the pelvis in a racehorse, those legs pinwheel at gallop.
0: Yeah. Okay, here's the votes. Barbara says that no, you're not going to be an obedient student. Janet says no, you're not going to be obedient. Nancy says yes.
1: All right, we like Nancy. You
0: will be obedient.
1: Facebook user who has <laughs> says no, no name.
0: Cindy says sometimes.
1: Well, that's probably the most true, actually. <laughs>
0: Lucy says no, definitely no. That's another Facebook
1: user with no name.
0: John says yes. We're not going to listen to people Lori says no yes. <laughs> Renee says no, but he thinks yes. Sally says no. Um, Oh, he already concedes that Amelia is better with groundwork. (laughs) Oh, gosh, no way. My husband is a retired horse trainer and never just listens to me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, question. What do I mean by laying into the pressure? So that's a good question some horses have learned to lay into the pressure of the bit if you hang on your horse with like a constant pressure and just pull the horse will just become numb in the mouth and just and lay. lean
1: with that same amount of right pounds so, so if you pull for 10 they lean at 10 if you pull for 11 they lean for 11 you just counterbalance each other yeah there's no self-care
0: and sometimes even when you're doing the groundwork And the horse doesn't understand or they become numb to the pressure. Like if you go to bend them, they'll just like pull against it. And you Uh, might have to wait two minutes until they give. And the second they give,
1: you give. give. The give is the timing of the giving is critical. As soon, And they don't have to give a lot. They just have to hint at it. They just have to suggest a softening and you give right away so the horse starts to understand
0: yeah and that
1: don't be greedy
0: yeah you have
1: to give it the soonest inkling that the horse is giving
0: but i think that is really the art of getting your horse round, and what's really hard because basically to get your horse round you're making them shorter from their tail to their pole so you're like taking them like they're this long and you're like closing them up back here, closing them up here, closing them up, closing them up so that they get that arc in their body. But the art is doing that without forcing them because you don't want to hold them ground. Like you don't want to pressure them there. You want to put like boundary, 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 boundary. But and they then... need
1: to understand the leg means go, the rain means don't go, the leg means go without the fight. So the horse moves as he goes, but he doesn't go. He goes, but he doesn't go. And then they get shorter.
0: Okay, let's see. Krista says that she thinks Herman will attempt to listen. Is that a success? I thought it was a success that you even offered because I asked him, I was see? like, I said, Hey, do you think I could use, you know, I I'm working on my groundwork course. And I was like, hey, like I need a horse that's a little bit touchy. Um, because this morning it was pretty cool. We were filming with Luigi and we had out this like giant flag and he was like completely She unfazed. rode with
1: it. She rode with the flag. Yeah, and, to, the with and the rope halter. Yeah. the flag dangling flying behind her and, and touching he the horse and care. he was like, yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. So I, I was like, you know, I need a horse that's a little more touchy that I can work on this because I always try when I'm filming to film like not just the perfect because that doesn't help you as much, you need to see a horse that's having trouble or that's not perfectly trained. So um, anyways, Herman offered to be the groundwork dummy and I'm very much looking forward to it.
1: There was a lot of laughter when I was like, well, why don't you just teach me and we'll do that for a video (laughs) because that way we get the video. I get some experience and the horse will get some, some lessening.
0: Yeah. So it should be fun. Um, Let's see. Okay. Here's another question. Can I ask with groundwork, should I be disengaging the hindquarters, have him step under from the ground, or can this make him on the forehand too much? Do you know what disengaging the hindquarters are?
1: Is that the turn on the forehand?
0: Yes. But um, it's like, you can do disengaging the hindquarters. Like I think of a turn on the forehand is when you have contact in the outside rein. Okay. Disengaging the hindquarters can be done with a rope halter. So it's not necessarily, it's the same movement where you want the hind leg. Without
1: the containment in the front? Yeah. Okay. So, and no, I don't see how that could put you on your horse on the forehand. You no. Know, I just...
0: No. Because in either
1: scenario, what I was thinking or what you just described, in either yeah. scenario, will he end up on the forehand?
0: I think the word disengaging the hindquarters is not the best term for it because you're actually, anytime your horse crosses over, they're engaging their the inside in, hind leg. The
1: inside hind leg, right. So, but there's a lot of things that we agree on the meaning of the word, right? How can you lead your horse? How can you tell your horse what to do but then follow? I mean, we, we have to come to an agreement that these words mean this in this environment. Because it just doesn't even make sense, half the things we say. If you were If you didn't know anything about horses, how can you follow the horse but lead it? Yeah. You know, how can you get behind it? And it just, it just doesn't make sense. Don't get behind your horse, but follow it. Well, you have to be behind it to follow it. So how do you, what? But we all come to an understanding of what these words mean. It's jargon for our environment. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which is why I think it's important to have discussions about like, what is engagement? What is roundness? What is throughness? Because
1: it clears it up and you get a better mental picture. I agree with that. Yeah.
0: Okay. Here's a good question. So Cindy's asking basically about the sequence of the aids for getting your horse round. So use the inside leg with light pressure, then try to supple with the inside fingers. If that isn't getting a result, kick, kick, and then supple with the rein, always releasing when you get a result. In other words, your leg aid is done separate from the fingers.
1: Right. They can't be simultaneous because then the horse doesn't know which one to listen to.
0: Right. You'd never they get in your so car. so close
1: together that they seem that but you've got to do one and then the other.
0: Right. Because you would never get in your car and go gas and brake at the same time. That one's good. So you like that my analogy. Good. The first one.
1: That looks
0: good. So, you know, when you're riding, you can have quick succession of aids. So a lot of times you'll do leg. And then when you feel your horse surge forward, supple a little with your fingers. But... Kicking and pulling. Kicking and pulling.
1: (laughs) but I still like the joke.
0: Yeah, and then I think that the the trick about roundness is a little bit depends on every horse, and that's where it gets tricky because I can't tell you go you know, you know, three pounds of leg pressure outside rein steady supple supple with the inside hand. It's a thing that you have to start to feel, and you have to feel like how much leg you need, how much you need to push your horse over, how much you need to bend your horse. Like sometimes you have to bend them a little more and get a result. And other times you have to be more subtle, but always forward first. I think when you're thinking about roundness,
1: always. There's my my questions there. It's from Deb.
0: All right. What's your question?
1: Did you read it? No. Okay. Read it on then.
0: I've been scribing for judges, and one thing they all say is the top half of the circle is good, and then the bottom half of the circle is an oval. What is the trick to having a nice round circle? I can't believe you're laughing.
1: You Once, laugh first.
0: Come take a lesson with her, Mom. That's the trick. It's, You'll um, never make an oval again. It's
1: my pet guarantee. actually, because circles are round. It, it's, inevitably, it happens when people don't look where they're going, and they don't know where they're supposed to look so if you're looking you're doing the circle at c or at a right the point on the rail is 10 meters out of the corner so basically halfway between the letters from there don't go in the corner turn to the c or the a you cut off the corner in the circles otherwise you're making a piece of bread a little round top and two corners that's a piece of bread that is not a circle so if you're on A or C, cut off your corners and look at the letter, and just cut off your corner; it'll get rounder. But there's a whole thing. Did not you put the video with the cones and all that in there somewhere?
0: Yes, that that is available. Herman has a special workshop on patterns and figures.
1: With, well, no, but did, what about the one with your mother that I did? At oh yeah. Christmas?
0: Yeah, there's look on her look on my YouTube channel because there's some really good drone footage. But the best thing is to set out cones. For your circles and then ride from touch point to touch point and make sure to set out the cones on the center line because the touch point for the 20 meter circles on the center line is two meters to the inside of i and l so it's hard to a little bit to judge right
1: that's the thing right everybody the letters are set up they're all 12 meters except for the end ones there's six there's five letters five goes into 60 12 times So you're not dealing with 20 meter circles at the letters. The letters are not 20 meter circles. The letter 18 or the letters are 12 from the other side. So you have to cut it short if you're doing the middle circle and you have to go past the I if you're doing the end circle. So the the letters are not set up at 20 meters. So you can't cross the center line at the letters. So
0: yes, geometry. Um, So I think that's it for tonight. We have, a meeting that we have to go to. Oh, that's right. But don't forget 30 days round is open tomorrow. So don't miss out, get in early so you can start going through the program. It's going to be epic and if you're watching the recording of this it might already be open the other thing that would be awesome if you have any friends that might be interested in joining 30 days around please share it it's always really fun to do things with friends and with barn mates so you can stay encouraged with one another and help each other with your filming that's a huge thing and you learn so much by getting videos and filming so we hope to see you inside 30 Days Surround. And if not,
1: we'll you see you next week. week. All
0: right. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.